Welcome to the Industrial Talk Podcast with Scott McKenzie. Scott is a passionate industry professional dedicated to transferring cutting-edge, industry-focused innovations and trends while highlighting the men and women who keep the world moving. So put on your hard hat, grab your work boots, and let's go. As always, thank you very much for joining Industrial Talk, and thank you very much for your continued support. We celebrate industry professionals all around the world because, because you are bold, you are brave, you dare greatly, you innovate, you collaborate, you just are constantly focused on solving problems and making the world a better place, and of course you make my life a, a, a better life. So thank you very much, that's why we celebrate you on Industrial Talk. Again, we are broadcasting from Accelerate 23, Orlando, Florida, brought to you by those wonderful people at Fluke Reliability. Go check them out at Fluke. Is it FlukeReliability.com, or how do I get to Fluke Reliability there? Bill? Fluke Reliability, yeah, it's email.com, fluke.com, prooftechnic.com. There it is, right there. Go there. Let's get cracking. That silky smooth voice is Bill Green. Thanks for having me on, Scott. Thank you for being here. It's been a great uh, conference. Have you been having a good time? It's been a great conference. So I'm telling you, right? Here's the deal. It's not too big. It's not too small. It's just right. I don't know. Because I can have conversations. I can meet with people. You giggle a little bit. Talk about a problem. Solve the problem. It's been good. So is that your feedback? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, so when we first started this, I mean, it was, it's, been, it's been at least 10 years and we started this before the acquisition as Emate, and then post-acquisition it's just continued. And it started small, right? It started almost as a user group conference where we had, you know, 20, 30 people. We actually hosted it at a customer site, did a tour, used their facilities. And then um, it really started taking off, right? Customers want this. You know, customers want to interact with each other. Customers want to interact with the people at Fluke that they deal with. And uh, it, start, it slowly started to grow. So. Um, I think this size though is excellent. You know, we, you walk around, you see people, like you can, and they remember you from the night before. Yeah, I see. I don't know. I mean, you know, we, we've all been to big ones, and we've all been to small ones. Yes. And we've, and I, and I'm just, I'm, I don't know. Maybe I, I said I'm, I might be drinking the Kool Aid, but quite frankly, it's, it's like, yeah, all right. It's great to connect. But before we get into any conversations about the user community. Uh, I think the listeners would like to know a little bit about Bill. Can you give us a little background on who you are? Yes, my name is Bill Green, as you guys all know now. Um, <laughs> Silky smooth. <words. laughs> I'm the vice president of customer success here at Fluke Reliability. Um, I've been with Fluke slash Emate uh, for about 13 years now. Um, so I started with Emate uh, 13 years ago. It was very, at the time, we were 20, 30 people at the organization, so small organization. Uh, and startup right in the CMS world, and uh, we grew that. Uh, I've done a lot of different roles in in that space. I do not have an in industrial background, uh -huh. but I got one very quickly working with these customers, learning. Uh, you know, and I quickly realized that my favorite thing to do, my passion, is helping our customers solve problems. But just embedding myself in that life. So you know, especially that first time. I remember the first time I went to a customer site and just walking around the plant with them, um, pointing out different problems. And, you know, one of the reasons why I think this conference is so great is, uh, and I tell this story to all my team, is that, you know, the customer was having a problem with, uh, you know, 
uh, I forget what the specific issue was, but it was a number of button clicks that they had to go through in the application. <laughs> yeah, don't don't even go down that road. I mean, you, you know as well as I do, if it's like one additional click, I'm I'm jettisoned. I'm gone. I'm out of here. Well, I, you know, and I was, and not understanding the situation, I was like, okay, like it's. Um, it's one click. Like, come on. Like, what, what is the, what's the problem here, guys? What's the problem here? And then literally a month later, I'm with this individual. I'm at the plant floor. And we're walking around. And uh, he showed me. We're walking through the process. And we're seeing it. We're seeing, like, the multiple times. And we're seeing it done a thousand times a day. And we're seeing it done millions of times a year by all the individuals. I'm like, all right, that, those extra button clicks can add up. I get the pain now. I understand it. Why this is so painful for you? Yeah, I, 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 that whole user experience, uh, uh, being an old uh, system implementer, that long time. People soft. I know. I know. You're saying to yourself, "Oh my gosh, guy!" But it was a beast, and and we always had the conversation is like, "Well, we can't do that." Oh, no, we can't modify that field. Oh, you're going to have to do it that way. And, and uh, no, we weren't very focused on the user experience. Uh, one question. Uh, define customer success. What does that look like to you? That is great. So I think a lot of times people see the title. And, you know, yes, I have a team. And, yes, we have, you know, we work from support, implementation, training, and education, our professional services teams. You know, they all fall under the customer success umbrella but ultimately customer success isn't just a fancy title for a department or a buzzword title i think ultimately what we try to do and what i do is customer success starts is throughout the organization right if our product is not easy to use then customers are going to be successful so we have to work with the product team have to have to get that feedback that customer feedback back to them if our sales team is selling to customers that really shouldn't be using the software then they're not going to renew with us, right? So our job, ultimately, at its core, is in the title. Is our job is to ensure our customers are successful with our product. Um, yeah. It's to get that adoption. It's to get the results. And that's ultimately what all of us, all of our jobs are. Now, with that said, uh, what makes this event so unique from my perspective is that uh, it is steeped in... Uh, the user community. Of course, I'm looking out, I'm looking into the conference hall, and I see a lot of the, the Fluke products and the solutions, and then there's, of course, the third-party providers, and then there's this user community. At events like this, do you, do you just sort of gauge the temperature? These individuals want to learn. What, what, what have you been hearing from the user community about uh, Emate and all of the products? Yeah, so we have, you know, we've we've been working on and we have launched our next generation product, the Next Five. X Five. X Five. A more robust scheduling tool too. <laughs> I, I I I did a little sprint so, over there and it's like, yeah, that's more robust. Give me the highlights. Yeah. Give me the highlights. Um, <laughs> yeah, and so like, one, we've had, our customers are tenured with us for a long time, so we have customers that are like, you know, and I'm introducing the different people and, you know, we talk about X Five and it was X Four and before that there was X Three. And so a lot of, you know, X4 was the system when we got acquired by Fluke. So a lot of people here, especially the Fluke people, were oh, like... Oh, so that's, that was the system. That was the system. Oh, but if that was 13 years ago, right? 13, 14? Six, six years ago six when we got acquired. Ago. 13 years ago when I started. Ah, with there you go. Okay. Yes. So six years. Got it. Never mind. We iterate a little bit quicker than that. I was just going to say, yeah, my gosh. A little, little bit, little bit quicker than that. trying to do the math here. <laughs> 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 so yeah, they like, and so 
our customers, we they want to get it. I mean, you hear every every customer that I've talked to, right? They are seeing what's coming up with X five, and they're like, I think sometimes change can be scary, right? So they get we you know they having a very successful product. They've rolled it out to their guys. It's adopted. Yeah. So they're like, okay, another you know upgrade. Like that could be scary, but they're seeing the benefits that could potentially come from it. But they're saying, hey. Look at look what else I can do. So they're they're making they're making plans, right? They're talking about okay, we need to take this back and figure out what's our game plan to move over to this next next generation platform. But is it not a a cloud based system? It's, it's correct. It's like so they're given the fact that it's in the cloud, given that's where the platform resides, then you're able to sort of also make, shall I say, tweaks on the fly, absolutely, because it resides in the cloud. Mm-hmm. So this this next X5, you know, uh, launch is a significant uh, modification to the core system. X4 is in the cloud too. So the good no, news is, is, yeah, they're both, everything's in the cloud. It's all, it's all cloud-based on the email side. Yeah. X5 really, um, the way I've been telling customers <clears throat> is that email is steeped in history, right? So uh, the founder started this company 30 years ago. And went through multiple iterations, multiple iterations of what that looks like. Yeah. And when you the core of where X4 is built off of, and you know it's built off of X3, but the functionality there, I mean, you're talking about 15 years of iterations, 15 years of consistently building up on that tower. And so some things might not be architected in the best way. Some you know climbing up that because you know it, the industry changes, reliability changes. People want to go deeper into asset criticality and hey what does that look oh, like so yeah. let's 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 make sure that functionality is there people want to uh you know be able to better track failure codes and different things okay let's make sure that functionality is there so that's all bit continuously built on for an extreme x4 system x5 it's kind of like hey if you could start all over again what would you do differently how would you make it so it's that much better so not that saying like that everybody started fresh but it was like hey we, we were able to take a fresh outlook on this and say hey all these learnings all these things that our customers love how can we make them that much better and more intuitive and more built in as base core functionality that's there? And that's really where X5 was born out of. It, it, and, and the X5, um, I guess, launch and platform is reflecting the user community. There's that feedback, there's that dialogue, being a customer success uh, individual, mm-hmm. you have in those conversations and saying, okay, we like this uh, scheduling tool, but it would be better if it did this. And do do you have sort of multiple conversations saying, "Oh, I see, I see a a common theme in that side of the uh, of the solution." And then we're gonna do how do you, how do you guys make that decision? So ultimately, the customers drive all that, right? So like we, you know, I think a lot of the times like we talk, people talk about like innovation. Sometimes you know you see people that are just. You know, leaders and organizations making change. Like, hey, this is what the people want. But ultimately, the changes that we have here, you know, we have a product management team. We have, I have there's seven or eight individuals here strictly on our product management team. They're driving the roadmap. They are executing on on, on those pieces throughout throughout Fluke Reliability's uh, tool set, right? Um, and they are talking with customers um almost as much as anybody else at this organization. So like, they work with developers, they drive the roadmap, but they're on with the phone with customers multiple times a day, 
to help influence and drive that piece. If we develop something and we come out with something that we think is cool and no one else enjoys and it's not adoptable, then it just sits, then it's a pretty paperweight on the shelf. Yeah, and it, it, it's, uh, it is a common tale. Let's put it that way. That's, that's happened before. <laughs> yes, it has. In, in this uh, uh, Accelerate 23, are you getting a sense of other things that are, ha- what's that future look like? What, is, what, are, what are people really talking about? Because you've got an incredible user community, industry, whatever, just what, do you, what are you hearing going forward? I think at its, I mean, like removing any silos. I mean, that's, that's been a, like a common theme across the board, removing any siloed barriers, um, whether it be to processes, whether it be to people, whether it be to, and then in most, most importantly, the data. Right, the amount of times I'm still surprised that our customers are capturing data, condition-based data that they can never access. Like literally, the data is being collected and they can't get to that data, whether it's on you know because they don't have the code to get. But into is the it system. in another system, or it's like it's like okay, I've got my CMMS mm-hmm. right here. It's in that uh, system, and then of course I can't. I'm collecting all the data on that asset, but I the two are not talking right, or you know. Or, or three systems, and I'm doing double entry, triple entry, quadruple entry. And there was a time where uh, that, that might have been acceptable. There was a time where that was, oh, that's so difficult. Like, oh, that's a, that's a dream state. This is, yeah. this is table stakes now, right? And our customers are expecting, expecting that. You know why? This is the case. This is the World Wide Web. <laughs> that funky, that, 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 that little finicky thing. Yeah, that's right. And they're out there saying, hey, uh, I, I see the World Wide Web telling me I need to be more digitally uh, uh, enabled uh, business, and, and I better do that. And that's uh, and that's you know. And speaking of the digital piece too, right? I think I think I'm seeing more and more. You hear the buzzword, and I see, and I and I call the buzzwords out when I try to see them, and I try to avoid using the fancy buzzwords because people get caught up on that. But you know, one thing that's common, I think it's it's being more and more adopted people process and technology right so people people use those three terms and you know, great we have we have solutions we have the technology piece that's here and i think there are certainly for a long time i feel like people thought technology by itself would be a magic wand and solve the problems hey yeah. we're gonna we're gonna go get a cms we're gonna go get a fluke camera we're gonna go get something and boom problem solved no issues uh you see I, I let me tell you a story when i was uh uh Working to start up a, a sugar refinery, okay, and a, and the big buzz with the rely. We need to be a reliability organization. So, what does that mean? Well, I need that IR. I need that vibration. I need that those tools to be able to perform my you know analysis of these assets. And you know what happened? It's you know they were just in the cube. Nobody used them. They just stayed there, right there. So I I, I hear what you're saying. Don't do that. Don't do it. Listen, just like just figure it out. People process and technology. Yeah, I, I agree with you 100%. I do. I, 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 I do. It, you know, it's always a people equation, right? People's a big part of that equation. That's huge. It's a big part of that equation. Yeah. Again, and, then, and, then, and, you know, and, we, and, the, and we, we try to influence more. Like we, you know, I talked to my, my, you know, again, back to what customer success is. My guys, you know, a lot of people on my team's job is to make sure the customer's successful. And so they'll come and say, Bill, I can't, you know, they're not, you know, they're, they're having trouble getting the yeah. users to adopt, you know, because they're, the process isn't there to get them to leverage this. Or, hey, um, their process is all over the place, right? They're doing this, they're doing this. I'm like, okay. 
So yes, we have the technology, and that's our piece of it. But how we have to be able to influence, right? Because if the technology by itself and other things aren't there, the technology is going to fail, and then ultimately we fail. Yeah. So we have, so we're working on different ways of how we can influence this. Whether it's you know conferences like this where they can, and we have individuals up on stage talking about where they want, you know, specific actions where they took away, say, hey, we had a people problem, and these are the three things that we did to start that journey, or we had you know all over yeah. the place. So, I, I think, I, I think the holy grail to a certain extent, it, and I put my, um, let's say I'm a manufacturer, things are spinning, moving, and all that good stuff. Um, when when I start to think about me to be more um, reliability centered, not not reliability centered, it's just reliability centered. A culture that is is pursuing reliability, asset management, really truly doing that. Um, I'm looking for something that is that enables it, but from a simplistic point of view, I, I want I want please. I've got complexity over here. Give it to me in a simple way. And if that's the pursuit, I'm all in. That's great. It's got to be simple. It's got to be simple. It's got to be people. It's got to be simple. <laughs> when you were talking about that one additional click, that's why I, when I go to websites, they have a little pop-up. Hey, do you want to talk to me? I'm just looking at your website, and now I've got to click on that little X over to the top, <laughs> and now you're asking me to do that. How dare you? How do people get a hold of you? Uh, you just take, email me, bill.green at fluke.com. Very easy. And uh, yeah, yeah. it's, it's been great, Scott. All right. That's Bill Green. He's great. Fluke Reliability is the company. We are, once again, broadcasting from Accelerate 23. And if you're not here, you need to be here next year. Luke 24. I don't have any. I know it's just in 24. 24. Uh, but I have no date or month. It's in 24. But put that on your calendar. Be on the lookout for uh, information about that event. you got to be here. Incredible people trying to solve uh, problems and having great conversations. All right. You're great. We're going to have all the contact information for Bill. You're great, Scott. No. No. Shut the front door. All right. We're going to be back with all the contact information for Bill. So stay tuned. We will be right back. You're listening to the Industrial Talk Podcast Network. How about that for a conversation? Another great conversation coming from Accelerate 2023. Put that on your calendar. Reach out to Bill Green. You will not be disappointed because he is that type of guy. And he wants to help you succeed. And because of his extensive knowledge, I guarantee he can Bill Green, absolutely a must connect. And it's all going to be out on industrialtalk.com, so don't, you know, fear not because it's it's where it's at. All right, another thing that I wanted to point out, at this particular event, we were very fortunate to be able to connect with an organization called Mercy Chefs. All out on Industrial Talk. Their sole purpose is delivering high-quality meals, high-quality meals to locations that have been impacted by whatever devastation, earthquake, hurricane. It is an incredible story, and they were there because Fluke said, hey, let's get back. Fluke, get back. Right there. Make it happen. Reach out to them. All right. We're building a community. We're building a community that is dedicated to you industrial professionals, and, and 
The platform is dedicated to collaborating and educating and, of course, innovation. But please, go out there, get engaged, find the podcast. I've got, I've got the YouTube. I've got everything out there for you to learn because you got to learn because it's happening fast. So that's Industrial Talk, and I really appreciate your consideration on connecting. And if you want to be on the show, go out to Industrial Talk. I keep on saying that just because that's the best place to go. And say, Scott, I want to be on the show. Let's talk about it. it happens all the time. So do that because I want to talk to you. All right, be bold, be brave, dare greatly. Put that Accelerate 2023 on your calendar and you will not be disappointed. We're going to have another great conversation shortly from that event, so stay tuned.